Welcome to the Luke and Pete Show. Today, Luke, we've partnered with Klarna, the smooth shopping platform who are on a mission to get us all chatting more openly about money. Absolutely, Pete. The Klarna app gives you everything you need to feel in control of your money. You can browse for inspiration, find exclusive deals, save items and get notifications to your phone when the price drops. Yeah, because like we're a bit funny about money sometimes, aren't we? Money can be a little bit of an awkward subject, uh, which makes people clam up a little bit. That's why Klarna have created the Money Talks card game, which Luke and I are very much enjoying playing. Yeah, it's good, actually. <laughs> On and off the show. Uh, it is actually good. The, show. Uh, the game is a perfect way to get people talking about their spending habits and their uh, financial wellness in an open and honest way. So we thought, what better way to start the conversation than right here on the Luke and Pete show? We're going to play the Money Talks card game. Three different levels of cards, yeah. a little bit like, you know, your Pokemons and stuff, yeah. um, getting more and more spicy and interesting and more kind of like, uh, uh, a bit more interesting each yeah. time, innit? So we'll pick one card from level one, one yeah. from level two, one yeah. from level three, mm-hmm. and then see where we land. Um, interestingly, actually, on Pokemons, um, right. my, the Wi-Fi I have access to says that I'm the Snorlax. Oh, what does Snorlax turn into? Uh, uh, I think Munchlax, maybe. Munchlax. Oh, so Snorlax is just sleepy. Snor- yeah, big and, and then and, blue. And, 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 and eat, eat lax, or his name is. Munchlax, I think. Dulcalax. <laughs> he turns into <laughs> <Shit>. that. <laughs> uh, because I used to have his big blue dressing gown, so she said I look like Snorlax. That's quite, I think that's quite sweet. Yeah. Um, nice. Anyway, okay, right. So, okay. first one up. I'm going to turn this card over now. Level one, Pete. Okay, mm. so this is le- a level one question. Easy for you. peasy. Yeah. yeah I, think, I don't think they'll be that tricky anyway. Okay. Um, if money were no object, this is a good one actually. If money were no object, what one thing would you buy? Oh, if money were no object, what would I buy? I like my own space. Yeah. I like my own time. I like to put my own energies into doing what I want to do. Yeah. A big ferry. <laughs> <laughs> You live by the sea. I live by the it sea. Work. Just have a big ferry. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd get on my scooter. I'd get me wangy one two five T. I'd scoot me way down to the beach. Yeah. Uh, get on my big. I'd, I mean, I presume I'd need someone to get me on the ferry. I'd, I'd have a little. Uh, all right. I'd have a ferry and also like a little, little a little, little, little boat. Little oh, pontoon. you want a little pontoon? All right. I'll have a little pontoon to get yeah. on the ferry. Okay. Yeah. I'm Leon Sea Beach, and uh, or Chalkwell, and and I'll and I'll get on there. And I'll just toot away. I just just be me on the ferry. I'd, I wouldn't need any staff. I mean, I wouldn't need any staff. But I'd, you know, I'd, I want to teach myself how to pilot it. Teach myself how to pilot it, um, and run the run the innards. I don't <laughs> think you can do it on your own. I think I could probably just run up and down the ladder, run from the engine room, throw on the coal in the it's fire, so stressful, and mate. then run. <laughs> yeah, but once you're out in open waters, it's absolutely fine. Once I've negated, navigated the, uh, the, the sorry, the, the sailors don't say that. <laughs> once I've navigated the busiest shipping lane in the whole world, yeah, the channel, I reckon I'd be fine. I don't think any sailor no. worth his salt, yeah. Has ever said? I'd probably forget to bring salt. Once we're out on the high seas, we'll be fine. We'll be absolutely fine. That's when you switch off of anything. <laughs> I don't think they say that, mate. Yeah, but I'll be protected because I'll be in a big ferry. In my mind, so I'd, have, I'd have like it'd be like a, like one of those crap ferries you used to get from like uh, to uh, not Zabruga. Why does Zabruga? Well, I know why Zabruga fits in the mind, but um, like uh, Ostend. Where, yeah. do you, where do you go, Ostend? Well, where I come from, it's ports with the Cherbourg. There we go. Where's yeah. Cherbourg? France. Sounds like a horse. Yeah. Um, uh, the uh, yeah. You, 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 uh, like those rubbish ferries that only go for four hours at a time and there's like pinball machines and arcade machines and vending yeah. machines and stuff like that. So that's how I'd eat and entertain myself. Yeah. Uh, and, I'd, and I'd have the pick of the seats. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's uh, just you're brilliant. also piloting it. 
You ain't gonna have time to sit on the seats. I will. No, I'll, I'll get out to open seats and then I can enjoy it and then I'll scoot back. We just gonna drift for weekends. Okay. Yeah. And, and do you know what? Ferries drift about. Ferries make up a pretty big part of my upbringing. Yeah. Because I grew up in Gosport. You were never bothered by hovercrafts. Never bothered with the yeah, hovercrafts. Yeah, there's a lot of hovercraft museums in Leon Solent. Beautiful. Right near where I quite where recent where my uh, history, live. I suppose, isn't it? Hovercraft? Earlier than you think. Right. Earlier than you think, okay. and you get lots of different types, lots of different sizes. Um, but um, the reason the ferries are quite big in my upbringing um, is because all the good stuff happened in Portsmouth, mm. which is the other side of the harbour. Right. Now you can drive around, yeah, but it's quicker to get a ferry across. Yeah. So I remember when I was at university, some of my friends come to visit me at home. Mm. I'll be like, well, we're going out in Portsmouth tonight. Yeah. And I'll be like, we're going to get the ferry. And I'll be like, we'll get the ferry to a night out. And it was like a big deal. Right. Okay. And so in my mind, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of the Gosport ferry. And there's always, uh, there's always, a, it was always like a cafe or like a pub. Nah. Think, was it, no, there was never any concessions. No, it's, it's about a seven minute journey. <laughs> so I mean, you really have to go somewhere right. if you want to do some shopping. Is that ferry always just going back and yeah. forth, back and forth? Well, how long, a, how long does it stop each end? It's a massive bone of contention, the ferry. It's like a big talking point of people who live down there. Right. And for a number of different reasons. And I'm going to answer them to you, answer you now. Does it do a big honk when it, when it leaves off? Honk? No. Doesn't honk. So you've got two of them. Right. Peak times they're crossing over. Yeah. So your, your wait time's about seven minutes. Mm-hmm. If um, it's not peak time, you're probably looking at between fifteen and twenty minutes to go there and come back again. Right. Okay. If you just miss it, it's a killer. Yeah. That's absolute annoying. killer. Yeah, yeah. If you if you get down there and you see the guy unhooking it from the boy from the um, stand, you're in big trouble. Yeah. You, you can't can. even jump like it's a, a Mel Gibson <laughs> film. Um, Motorbike. Uh, could do that yeah. maybe. Um, <laughs> and the reason it's a big bone of contention is one because it stops so early. So for the young'uns, it's a pain. Right. I think the last yes. one's like 11pm. Okay, yeah, that is a pain in the butt. And secondly, the absolute price of it is so dear that um, it's a real bone of contention. Well, that's why we're talking about money. I know, exactly. Would you spend all your money on the, on the Leon Solid I Ferry? Would, if I, so to answer the question I put to you, if money were no object, <laughs> I, would, um, I would buy a ticket for the Gosport Ferry. That's the only thing. Just um, like a like a travel cut pass that allows you to go back and forth a few times. Well, you can drive around, but it takes longer. Yeah, and um, so that's unlimited that's a access to the uh, is to the ferry. Okay, um, shall we move on to level two, Luke? Yeah, well, let's I get think... a little bit more incisive. Let's get a bit more forensic about our money habits. So you've already bought a big ferry. Bought a big ferry, and that's a great start to the show. It's a great start can all agree to with the that. show. Yeah, level two. You ask me. Okay, uh, here's your question. That's just selected from the uh, card pile. Uh, what things in life? Are worth spending more on, you big moron. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a really good question. That is a good one, isn't it? Um, Business class travel. Well, do you know what? Putting a little cherry on the knickerbocker glory, I call life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to answer this the following way. I'm going to say this. What people think about a lot in life is they mm. think about the price of things. Yeah. And I don't want this to come across as like a privileged thing to say because, yeah. you know, I'm from a working class background. We don't have an awful lot of money growing up. Mm-hmm. I get that sometimes things are expensive. Couldn't you can't afford, afford to do the things. ferry. Can't afford to do things. I get that. Mm. But what I mean by this is people spend far too long on price and far too little on value. Right. And what I don't think is, what am I going to get out of that? So, for example, if you if you if you're in a household, you've got a certain amount of household budget. Yeah, they're just thinking, I can afford this. I can't afford that. They're not thinking. People aren't thinking. And I always do this. I always try to remind myself of this because it really does enhance your life. Sky Sports, for example, mm. I don't know. I'm making this up the top of my head, but say like Sky Sports, say it's fifty quid a month. Yeah, right? that's a lot of money. Mm. So people will go, that's a lot of money, and that's the way the conversation will end. Okay. What they're not saying is, 
access to Soccer Sunday, Soccer Saturday. But if they're the world's biggest football fan, yeah. and they live 150 miles away from the club they like to support, and the games are on every week, yeah. the value's actually quite high. Yeah. So okay. it's like buying a car. If you have to spend an extra £5,000 on a really reliable car... Mm. A lot of people will just go, well, that's five grand. I can't, I can't afford more than that. Mm. Or, or, or actually, more accurately, I don't want to spend that extra money. And you're not spending that time getting your other car fixed. Yeah. yeah or rather. they're not also saying, I'm sat in this car for four hours a day. Yeah. It's, it's important to me. The value of this car is really important. So like a nice bed. The bed is the classic example. A nice sofa. The bed is an their classic example. And Shoes. It's, it's a good job that we're in the podcast uh, game because all we sell are mattresses. Yeah. <laughs> there's 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 a great bit of advice I was given when I was a kid by my granddad. Mm. Most of the time, you're either on your mattress or you're on your feet. Right. right? So make sure you invest in mattress shoes. In, in yes. This new product I brought out, which I'm selling out of the garage, um, shoe mattresses. Springs. Yeah. Two big springs. So I sleep in a giant shoe. Now. <laughs> it's always been great. But no, listen, a mattress is a great example. You spend, in, all being well, you spend eight hours a day for the rest of your life in bed. Um, you, need to, you, need to, you need to invest in value. So to answer yeah. the question, what things, are life, what things are life are worth spending more on, which I think was the question, the things that you personally value. And mm. that's going to be unique to you. Mm. You may find that you love cycling more than anyone else, so you spend all your time cycling and you want to buy a nice bike. Don't buy a shitty bike. Yeah. You just don't want to spend the money. If you can afford to, invest in yourself. Invest in a good Hoover. A Great good example. Ho- a good Hoover. I've bought many... I've bought... I've Weirdly, I've over-bought, uh, overpaid for crappy Hoovers Yeah. when I could have just made done with a Henry. Absolutely. Well, Most shops have Henrys. Everyone who has a Henry swears by a Henry. I've never heard a bad thing about a Henry. No, exactly. And um, now they've got battery-powered ones, but I just hope they're as powerful. I don't want to fall into the trap, though, because some of the things you're describing are mm. things that we would call false economy. Yeah. Where you buy cheap, buy twice. I don't mean that. Right. I mean, think about what's important to you. Mm. And if it's not going to be value for you, then don't buy it. Mm. But if it is going to be a tremendous amount of value to your life, then maybe you do want to spend a little bit extra on it mm. because that's what you're going to get the value out of. Like, for example, a PS4. Yeah. If that's going to sit in the corner of your room and you're never going to play it, don't mm. buy the fucking thing. Yeah. If you're going to play it every day, don't worry about the price because you're getting the value out of it. Exactly. Yes. True. And I understand you have to have the money in the first place. I get that. Yeah. I know not everyone has You've a You've got to live within your means. Of yeah, course. You've still got to live within your means. Absolutely yeah. right. So that's, yeah. that would be my answer. Does that answer your question? Uh, it does answer my question. It was a lovely answer. You're very welcome. Frank. Are you going to hit me with a level three question? I will, but... Whoa. Do you have anything to add to my answer there? I no, mean, I mean, like... Because you, your, your approach to spending, which we'll come on to... Is problematic. It's different, it's yeah, different, it's different. to mine. It's different. It's different. To mine. It's different. It's not I, better I I'm not parsimonious, I don't think. What do you mean? As in, like, you don't, don't really not, sort of go... No, I, I'm not somebody who hates spending money. Right, yeah, no. You're, yeah. you're, you're kind of... Um, yeah, no, you're fine. You're fine, but you do very much live with your I'm very much a... I get something in my head. Like, I've got a mobile phone. Hmm. Like, I've got a mobile phone there that is fine. The battery power's fine. It lasts me a day. But now I'm going, maybe I need one of the bigger screen. Maybe I need one of those little faulty ones. Right, so someone's... And I'm like, why am I... Yeah. And that's in my head. Yeah. And as soon as you start Googling them... As soon as you start watching YouTube videos about them, yeah. you talk yourself around. Even yeah. though the people who are reviewing the phones are sort of saying, well, it's not good for this. And I was like, well, I need it for this. And I'm in my head going, yeah, but I, want it. It. I want it. I want it. I yeah. want it. And then the algorithms take over. Yeah. And then they start trying to hawk your stuff on, on, on the sly. Oh, it's, uh, it's difficult. It's tricky, though. mate. It's, it's tricky, tricky and mate. And that's why it's important. Why, that's why. Got to keep we'll, your head. We'll come on to this in a little bit. Yeah. Why it's important to talk about money. It but, is. Yeah. Definitely. So anyway, look, um, 
Level three. Let's do level three. Mm. I'm gonna. I'll ask you. For, maybe. We'll, listen. Do you know what? We'll, we'll take a cut at the deck. I'll ask you first. Yeah. And then, but we'll both answer it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. In. Uh, okay. Here we go. In what way has your upbringing influ- influenced your spending habits? Level three card here. In what way has your upbringing influenced your spending habits? That is a really good question. It is, and it's uh, and it's filled with emotion. Yeah. Slight sadness, yeah. <laughs> slight yeah. wistfulness. Um, we never, we never had any like we never had any cash growing up. My mum was a cleaner. My dad was uh, worked in a factory, um, and uh, he, we just never had any cash at all. Like absolute, yeah. you know, free school dinners, all uh, the whole nine yards, all our bollocks. And um, we uh, and now uh, I moved to London, and you know, had had a decent job, you know, doing the old website for a. A local government quango. So you know, so I was shame, the, shame the internet blew over in it because you were doing really well. <laughs> Shared the website's not a thing anymore, isn't it? Uh, moved when I was about twenty six to radio, and my I had no money. You know, loans, credit cards. Mm. That, you know, being really quite irres- not irresponsible, but there was just no other way of me getting through. Really, graduate loans. Yeah, you know, a couple of grand here, a couple of grand there, uh, and it took a long time for me to pay off credit cards, pay off um, things like yeah. that because I was I wasn't irresponsible. I was just like living my life. Within my within further than my means would allow, I was on ten grand. A year. But you had no means. Yeah. I had no means. Yeah. I was on ten grand a year XFM, um, and then you you start you sort of make your way up the ladder and stuff, and that's why media we've spoken about before attracts people who are independently wealthy. So you get this slew of white middle class uh, men and women who 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 mummy and daddy can 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 look after. Um, but that's a side point. Um, and I have always spent every last penny of my money. <laughs> Like every last penny of my money, you know, I'm, I'm I'm on a decent wage now. I have always spent all of the money that I have. Uh, now I, you know, I've hit forty. I've got to start think about being a bit more responsible. I have a mortgage. I can't default yeah. on. I don't really default on rent and stuff like that because, again, it's one of the things that I can't, I can't afford. But that's something you just square away straight away. You square away, right? sure. yeah. you can't yeah. really sort of yeah. opt out on that one. Yeah. So I am more careful with my money than I was before. For example, five years ago, I would have that phone in my hand that I was talking about. But, <laughs> I've, always, hand, baby. but I've, always, I've always subscribed to the fact that uh, there'll always be money. But uh, yeah, there's, there'll always be money. There, there, there'll always be money uh, if you're willing to work for it, <laughs> yeah. which is a terrible way to be. But there's, I don't think there's much there's much need in kind of worrying about money necessarily. And the worst arguments you can have with partners is about money. I think. Yeah, I understand. To a certain that. extent. And, and, and what a lot of what you said there is is kind of rings true to me as well. So very similar. I, I, I know you weren't. I know you weren't saying this, but just from where I'm where I'm sitting, mm. I kind of try and stop short of talking about being poor growing up because I don't want to disrespect my parents. Who? I, yeah. Because I, I genuinely don't feel like, like honestly, sincerely, you went for it. Yeah. You, you, I don't think went, I wanted for anything. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, th- I, think, here, yeah. I don't think my. I always had a computer. I always had, like, yeah. but my dad was into computers. I always had a computer. It was always it was always there. Yeah. Um, which you know, comparatively, but it was the northeast in the eighties. It was it was Quite. you know. So I was from, I'm you know I lived in Gosport in the eighties. Not mm. not exactly you know mm. much different, but the um what the way I look at it is that what what could have happened? What what kind of um. Aesthetic or kind of um, you know, merchandise type thing could have been introduced to my child to make it better. I, I no, can't yeah, think of anything. So no. I'm not compla- back then. You would have. You, yeah, I'm you not compla- going, wow, I'm this not, is brilliant. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying that that's a fact. Like, so, I think it's a message that you know, if, if one of us becomes a father, it's a message that I go, kids don't care yeah. about this stuff. Kids don't care. Kids, unless 
Yeah, like the 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 the, the green eyed monster and stuff of, of jealousy of well, someone else. When they see other kids at school, yeah, that kind of stuff. but that is fundamentally. There's only one kid with that thing, or two kids with that thing. So you know, like it's never like it, it may feel like the entire class, but it's never the entire class. There's always one kid poorer than you, or two kids poorer than you. It's it's so so. It's gonna be. so my mum works in the supermarket. My dad works in the factory as well. Mm. So similar thing. Um, and what I think that does. And, and I don't want to get into the kind of whole debate about poverty because that's a different conversation than the one we're having here. But I, I would argue that the, the, when people talk about working class poverty, it's for me, at least in my experience, it's about the poverty of opportunity rather than the poverty of, of yes, money. Yes, so I completely agree, yeah. The poverty of opportunity where you don't actually think that anything exciting or good or any career is actually available to you. Now, my mm. parents did a brilliant job of saying to me that I could do whatever I wanted and, and you know, that's that's been proven wrong. Uh, but but they, <laughs> they, they, it's not their fault. So the point How was, did your um, bodybuilding career go? <laughs> still, it's ongoing, It's actually. ongoing. Okay. It's ongoing. But what it does when you grow up without having a huge amount of money knocking about is it does make you, I think, it can go one or two ways. And I think that this is a very long run up to be answering the question. I promise you'll answer it. The way it's influenced my spending habits is actually quite weirdly contrasting mm. because on one hand, I'm not frightened of not having any money. Right, I, I don't yeah. think to myself... I think I, I can scale up my lifestyle up and down, really. Yeah, I think that's right. And I th- The I th- only responsibility I have is to my partner because she doesn't deserve that. <laughs> she doesn't deserve <laughs> There's a lot of things she doesn't deserve. That's a whole other, <laughs> yeah. a whole other special. Um, but but I'm not fr- I'm not, I don't yeah. hoard my money because I'm frightened of losing it, like some kind of, you know, the dragon in, in The Hobbit. Yeah. But at the same time, I... I I do. I think it does affect me in both ways because I don't want to spend all of it. Mm. And I don't want to keep all of it mm. because I think well, I don't need to keep all of it because it's fine. Like life is okay without money. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't want to spend it all because mm. I think I'm not. I'm not necessarily. I don't come from an environment where the money's always been there. Yeah. So it's, it affects me in a number of different ways. I kind of get weirdly het up about certain things, and I think it might come back to the whole value thing I was talking about earlier. I I, I find it difficult to spend a huge amount of money on a holiday. Right. So I don't think the value's there. Okay. I think one or two weeks, fine, you'll make some great memories. I love my wife. We go on holiday together all the time. But the stuff we do is kind of secondary to the t- spending time together. Mm. And the stuff I happen to like, coincidentally, mm. is like being out in nature. Climbing and stuff, Doing things it? that are Cl- free. Clambering. So, You're a couple of clamberers. Yeah. I don't like spending shit, shit loads of money on a car either. Yeah. I just feel like I don't use it enough. So, so look, I think it's influenced me in a number of ways. I think we both come back from a similar background. So you're not going to get... People listening to this aren't going to get contrasting answers from us because we have very similar <clears> backgrounds. <throat> um, but I do think it is important, if I may just make this final point, a uh, more broad point, there's a lot of things in British society that are taboo. Talking mm. about certain things, yeah. talking about it used to be politics, and not anymore. Uh, <laughs> it used to be salary, though. I was—I yes. remember being told by my dad, "Never ask your friends what your money your dad earns because it's rude." Mm. Right? And I understand why that is because Britons have, a, as British people, have an idea of like, I think, an idea of politeness and kind of awkwardness. But actually, not talking about Fundi- money fundamentally keeps keeps wages down. It keeps you in the dark. Mm. We don't learn anything about it at school. Yeah. We didn't when we were at school. We don't learn anything about managing a budget at school. No. Yeah, you, know, you have some weird, obscure ideas around business studies and economics and stuff, mm. but not really any level. You don't talk about running a household. No one says to you, whenever you get a job, whether that's in a minute or in five years' time after uni, you are going to have to manage a household budget. No mm-hmm. one says that. No. So it's important let's to learn sh- to make some mashed potato. Sh- yeah, quite. <laughs> let's shine light on this. Let's talk about money. Let's let's not be embarrassed if we don't have a bit of money. Mm. Um, Let's not be ashamed to ask for help. Let's not be embarrassed that we've also, on the other side of that, and this is more of a me thing than a you thing, I know, but let's not be ashamed of being successful because we work hard and we earn money. I mean, if it's if you earned it and you've worked hard for it, good for you. I think you should be celebrated, and I think it also shouldn't be a course of embarrassment if you don't have a huge amount of money because 
you know, the best things in life are free. Pete. The best things in life are free. Uh, but if someone asks me to quote uh, what my what my day rate is for a particular job, I will say a certain amount of money. But if you can't pay that, I'm sure we could come to some sort of arrangement. I'm sorry for being so gauche to give you a number that you literally asked for, and you know, then you end up paying them. Then you end up paying them. Yeah. Uh, there's some insight into our spending habits today. It turns out that I, I, you know, I, I don't always spend all my money on Chinese takeaways. I can't believe we got through that and not mentioned your Chinese, Chinese takeaway. Budget. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah, my that MSG be one of the input. Input, yeah. yeah, goodness me. Uh, the game really is a lot of fun. It's a great way to get your friends and family opening up about money. Head to uh, www, always the www, it's very important, Klarna Money Talks, K-L-A-R-N-A moneytalks.com to register for a chance to get a free copy of the card game and download the Klarna app for a smarter way to shop and pay. You can find exclusive deals, get notifications when prices drop, save items for later, or just even just browse for inspiration. Please shop responsibly. 18 plus UK residents only. Credit subject to status. T's and C's apply. Credit provided by Klarna Bank AB, P-U-B-L. See Klarna.com for details. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.